Welcome to this episode of We Are the Jacksons, where you get the straight goods from Malik and Shay Jackson as they discuss all things related to love, relationships, kids, and parenting. And after 20 plus years of marriage, they should know. Get ready for the good, the bad, and the ugly. Here's Malik and Shay. everyone and welcome to We Are The Jacksons. I am Shay Jackson and I am joined by my fine co-host Malik Jackson. <laughs> and this is episode 13, Our Love Languages. So for this episode, we will be referencing the Five Love Languages book that was written by Dr. Gary Chapman in 1992. Actually, it's a book that continues to help couples and has sold over 12 million copies since it was first published. I think we read the Five Love Languages book. I think we had been married maybe two or three years. According to Dr. Chapman, there are five primary love love languages that people seek. These include words of affirmation, quality time, physical touch, acts of service, and receiving gifts. He also expressed that the likelihood that your partner's love language is the same is unlikely, and we agree. So when couples have different primary languages, there are bound to be misunderstandings. Well. <laughs> Here is an overview of the five love languages and how people feel love through each of them. I'll give this over to my wonderful husband to talk about the first three. Thank you, dear. The first love language that we'll discuss is words of affirmation. In simple terms, the words of affirmation love language is about expressing affection through spoken words, praise, and or appreciation. When this is someone's primary love language, they enjoy kind words and encouragement. They also enjoy uplifting quotes, love notes, and cute text messages sometimes raunchy you can make this person's day by complimenting them or pointing out what they do well and that's just a small brief overview of words of affirmation second we'll talk about the love language of quality time shout out to my sisters I know y'all big in this group and you brothers out there too Love and affection are expressed through this love language when someone gives someone else their undivided attention. This means putting down the cell phone and turning off the tablet, making eye contact and actively listening. People with this love language are looking for quality over quantity. So when you get So when you get together, they feel loved if you are present and focused on them. Make sure that you make eye contact, affirm what the other person is saying, and refrain from offering advice. 
I guess that means I love a lot of people when me and my wife go out to eat because I'm listening to everybody's conversation. Everybody's conversation <laughs> because he is so nosy. They got to get my attention. I, I, I listen to my baby as well, but, you know, if, nosy. if couple number three is struggling on table four, <laughs> I got to know what's going on. I, you never know when they might need me. So I got to listen out. I got to make sure I understand their whole situation. And, you know, just in case they Baby, need. Baby, nosy. That's nosy. Yeah, I'm nosy. <laughs> the third love language we'll discuss is physical touch. Back up, brother. Not that kind of physical touch. A person with this love language feels loved through physical affection. Aside from sexual touching, those who have physical touch as their primary love language feel love when their partner shows physical affection in some way, like holding their hand, touching their arm, or giving them a massage at the end of the day. Get on them feet, girl. Nah, them shoulders is okay, them shoulders. Additionally, their idea of a perfect date might include cuddling on the couch with a glass of wine and a good movie. They simply want to be close to their partners physically. And with that third physical touch love language discussed, I will now turn it over to my wife. The next love language is acts of service. When someone's primary love language is acts of service, they feel loved and appreciated when people do nice things for them. Whether it's helping with the dishes or putting gas in the car, little acts of service go straight to the person's heart. They love when people do little things for them and often can be found doing little things for others. <laughs> lastly, <laughs> please excuse the interruption. The last love language is receiving gifts. <laughs> to a person whose love language is receiving gifts, gift giving is symbolic of love and affection in their mind. They treasure not only the gift itself, but also the time and effort the gift giver put into it. What's more, they do not necessarily expect large or expensive gifts, hint, hint, to my husband. The love language receiving gifts is more what is behind the gift that appeals to them. In other words, when you take the time to pick out a gift specifically for them, it communicates to them that you really know them. Additionally, people with this love language can often remember every little gift they have received from their loved ones because it makes such an impact on them. Mm. Know me with a Cadillac. We're going to... Somebody is really acting up tonight. My apologies. So Malik is going to talk about his primary love language and then his two runner-ups. So my primary love language is words of affirmation. 
In simple terms, the words of affirmation love language is about expressing affection through spoken words, praise and appreciation. When this is someone's love language, they enjoy kind words of encouragement. They also enjoy uplifting quotes, love notes and cute text messages. Yeah, you can make this person's day by complimenting them or pointing out what they do well. And I can agree with this. I mean, not that I'm one that needs my ego stroked or anything like that, but it is pretty cool, you know, when my wife, you know, just texts me out of the blue and tells me that she appreciates me for just being me, uh, for my awesomeness. Um, I mean, also, you know, when when I'll get a little a little note or something from her saying that she's proud of me when I had an accomplishment or I was top salesman or something, you know, something that doesn't really mean a lot to me. But when she lifts it up because she took notice and, you know, allowed me to feel affirmed by her words because of my accomplishment, it is it is uplifting to me. And it does. And I would I would probably say a lot of us guys tend to enjoy this kind of enjoy this kind of affirmation especially from our wives because they know us they know how many times we trip and stumble and screw up and so <laughs> for them to for them to take the time to to really point out uh, some of the positives as well and lift us up because of those accomplishments it really does mean a lot um, now, some of my secondary pro- uh, love languages are physical touch and receiving gifts. Okay, who don't like to get a gift? I mean, that's just come on. Everybody like a little something, just you know, out of the blue. You didn't know it was coming, or you knew it's like you know a day is coming, like Father's Day or Christmas, and you know you might get a little something, but in the past you don't got them socks. You done got them t-shirts You done got that tie And then all of a sudden you get That cool new fishing rod You've been waiting on I was like what That's that's what I wanted you know And it's like it's, it's really nice to receive gifts um, And physical touch uh, Especially in the way that you know, physical touch is described uh, by Gary Chapman in the in the love languages. You know, it, it, it does. It is nice, you know, to just kind of cuddle up with your missus uh, on a Friday evening. You done worked hard. You know, you done had a nice dinner. And then all of a sudden y'all just laying up watching a movie or Law and Order or something like that. You know, it's just it's just nice. You 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 feel bonded. You feel close. It's just a, a reaffirmation of uh, y'all's cuddle time. So, without further ado, I will let my wonderful, luscious wife describe her primary love language. Thank you, honey. So my primary love language at thirty percent is receiving gifts. And I want to read it again because I think I need my husband to hear it one more time. Receiving gifts is about the love and thoughtfulness and also the effort by the person who gives it. If you speak of this love language, the perfect gift or gesture shows that you are known, 
you are cared for, you are prized above whatever was sacrificed to bring the gift to you. And one more thing, it's about it not really needing to be a large gift. And I know that's something that um, Malik and I talked about in We've talked about throughout our marriage because he wants to give big gifts and, you know, he'll feel like, well, I thought about getting you this, but maybe because um, financially we didn't have it. And I was like, it's not really about the big things because I'm not, I'm not a big, <laughs> I'm not a expensive person I don't think I'm not big into big expensive things I think the only thing that I can say that I'm okay with him spending um uh what would be considered a significant amount of money on is um statues by uh Thomas Blackshear is Thomas Blackshear right mm -hmm. um those absolutely Spend it, please, because they are so, so wonderful. Um, but other than that, like little small things, and that was something throughout our marriage I had to get him to see. But he was, now listen, when he was on the hunt, somebody was all the way down. <laughs> right. Cards, everything. But one thing that's interesting that I will say that I, I thought about is the first gift that Malik gave me, and we weren't even dating, we knew we kind of liked each other, but we didn't say, you know, this go be the one because we talked about in an, another episode, he wasn't even really my type. So, and it was other, it was other brothers lined up. He... <laughs> He purchased a fossil watch for my birthday. And so all that was, your first gift was, oh, well, then you need to go and keep it going, bro. Mm. So anyway. Uh, <laughs> oh, you were just trying to impress to make me think that that's what you were going to do. Is that what you're saying? 20 years later, Jesus, she got it. <laughs> I wish I would have known that in 99. Anyway, my other love languages are quality time. Yes, quality time at 20% and also acts of service at 20% as well. One of the things that Malik and I talked about um, before we recorded this this episode was how over time in our marriage it changed and we were thinking of we were talking about what our we what we thought our love languages were um, when we first got married because like I said earlier we took the the love language test and by the way it will be in the show notes for you to click it's free for you to take the test and also it'll give you your results immediately if you do it um, digitally or online. But we took it, I think we were, we hadn't been married um, over five years. And I think that as our marriage, as we've gone on in marriage and it's evolved, our love languages changed because I think, I think mine was physical touch at one time, but it was the non-sexual. I think that was non-sexual because I'm very, um, I like touching. Um, I like touching Malik. 
um, when we're together in the house or when we're out, I just like touching him. And so I think that when we took, when we took it, took the test early on in our marriage, physical touch <laughs> was my primary love language. However, somebody thought that it meant if you touch me, it's going to lead to something. And it doesn't always have to lead to something. Hence, it's saying a person with this love language, and this is just for those who have a, a primary love language of physical touch. A person with this love language feels loved through physical affection. Aside from sex. Did you hear that part, baby? Aside from sex, those who have physical touch as their primary love language feel loved when their partner shows physical affection in some way, like holding hands. I'm going to give it to you, babe. Crickets, 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 <laughs> crickets, crickets. <laughs> No, no, no crickets. I definitely heard what you said, honey, and I definitely 100% agree. Moving on <laughs> to the relationship quote for this evening. Great marriages are contagious. If you want a great marriage, surround yourself with couples who have one. And that is by Mark and laquilla lane obviously they are surrounded by some great couples i couldn't agree more you know we've shay and i uh i would like to think and hope that we're working toward greatness um not sure if we're there yet but uh i feel like we're on the cusp uh, we've definitely had some awesome couples in our life uh really good friends longtime friends who have uh, really, really outstanding marriages. Uh, shout out to Legnus and Elaine Piguero. Shout out, shout out. And as well, I would like to shout out to Troy and Stephanie Ellis. Yes. These couples, uh, whom without we would definitely not be where we are today, uh, have counseled and cried and talked talked with us till they were blue in the face to work us through some very difficult moments but uh, definitely through all of their expertise and wisdom have uh, helped us to remain faithful not only to uh, one another but to our marriage as well and so definitely grateful for that I definitely agree. And one thing that I want to say about the couples that Malik mentioned, we'll be celebrating our 21st anniversary this year. And actually, we've been, um, they've been married longer than we have. I think both of them are reaching, at least have reached 25 years or, cl or are close to it. So we do, we attribute um, definitely to God because listen, he held it together. What's the name of that glue? With the gorilla on it? With the gorilla glue. But also with uh, Troy and Stephanie and Legnus and Elaine, please, if you're trying to have a great marriage, a good marriage, even stay together and still love each other, 
definitely surround yourself with people who are like-minded, who are married, want to be married. Um, there's no plan B and you will be successful. You will be successful. And I'd like to say this is the end of episode 13. My name is Shay. And I'm Malik. And we We are are the Jacksons. Jacksons. You've been listening to We Are the Jacksons with Malik and Shay. We hope you enjoyed the show and gleaned a little insight along the way. Follow them on Facebook at We Are the Jacksons or visit them online at wearethejacksons.com. Until next time, keep it real and keep smiling.